Hello, welcome to the JV Show. This is Jorge. And this is Viv. And this is Lynn Sanity. Yeah, welcome this week back. we got Lynn back yep, from I got Vancouver. my name right this time. Why are you uh, <laughs> in Edmonton this week? Uh, my good friend, J-Ho, got married yesterday. Um, so I think... I haven't seen him in a hot minute. I think, yeah, you guys, you guys know him, right? Um, yeah. He got married yesterday uh, at the Shaw Conference Center. Sorry, Edmonton Convention Center, I think is what it's called now. Oh, you think he gets a discount? He did, yeah, he did. That's exactly, that's why he kept working there for so long. Um, to get a discount, then he's gonna stop working there now because he's he still gets? work. I thought he, yeah, he still. Works I thought he stopped working so long ago. No, he works for like part time. Like he's on the roster, I think, uh, but he doesn't what, pick what up does that many shifts. Like he's a casual. Like he'll just come um, in whenever, pick up some shifts, so that he stays. Just so he like, stays, and then uh, he's probably gonna stop now. But um, yeah, it was nice. We had a nice little buffet. It was nice seeing all these people I haven't seen in like seven years and everyone looks the same the time does not move forward does not age anyone wait was it a premium buffet because it was him um, like compared to the normal events you guys cater I don't remember now it's been so long since I worked there so it, it's probably standard and then the, there's salmon which I've never seen salmon at Shaw before um, but otherwise it was really tasty like it tasted really good mm. there was a midnight snack of ramen and like sliders and trader tots that was really good like they just bowls and bowls of ramen uh it was like instant ramen like the oh from like costco they bought like a whatever bowl noodles yeah and then what they the yeah and then there's a whole bar station and then we just all had ramen oh and, you're literally making your own yeah, yeah ramen noodles. and sliders for midnight snack um mm, interesting yeah and then they had mango wine the was it the costco mango wine they had mama mango it's like the black bottle with the orange label mama mango yeah, that mango wine on the tables. Yeah, it was really good. It was nice. The only thing is it was really smoky outside, so the backdrop was kind of shitty because it was like, almost like it was, you know, like a, how a snowstorm looks? Like it was white and fuzzy. That's what it looked like outside. But yeah, yeah, like it was open windows, right? But then it was really smoky, so it's kind of shitty. But otherwise, it was nice. Yeah. Great reason to come back. Always see everyone. And that's it's like the fourth wedding I've been to this year in Edmonton. Everyone decided to get married this year. It's costing me so much money <laughs> to come here. Um, and I got invited to another wedding at this wedding. They're like, oh my gosh, are you like, are you back here? I'm like, no, but I just came for the wedding. They're like, oh, you want to come to our wedding next month? I'm like, I guess. <laughs> sure. Uh, my friend Erica, she's working at Shaw too. She's getting married next month. It's gonna be a little really small, she said, which makes me feel good because I she wanted to invite me still. So is that Shaw? No, it's not Shaw. Oh, That's okay. somewhere else. Um, yeah, that was nice. Good reason to come back. Yeah, it was good. It was uh, really nostalgic. It made me feel like I because I haven't I haven't a lived here for five years and I haven't worked there for seven years. So I've like. Yeah, I left for or no four years. I left in twenty nineteen. It's twenty twenty three today. So like almost five years, but I haven't seen like I didn't see any of these people even before I moved. So it was nice to see all these people and kind of I just felt like I was eighteen again working at Shaw, seeing all my friends and it just like was crazy. Did they make you guys bust your own tables? <laughs> no, but you, it was it was it's funny you say that because um there were people busting their own tables, not uh, like carrying into the back, but they were like they were like stacking all the plates up properly and then like either putting it on the tray or like getting the server to come. Oh, I stacked it for you, that kind of thing. Yeah, and I, I really I didn't want to be that person because I'm like, oh, I feel like if that was me working, I wouldn't want them to like mm, yeah put shit on my tray. I don't want to take away thing. their job. 
So I'm like, eh. But other people were like doing that. Um, Imagine they swing by and they're just wondering, like, are we going to get a tip or not this time? Yeah, for real. <laughs> and um, all the managers I saw were like attending oh. too. And then um, it almost like, I think it like feels bad because then all the people who didn't get invited are just working it, which kind of sucks. I feel like like feels bad. Everyone like everyone invited. Oh, but you have to work. Sorry. <laughs> well, at least they still get to attend the wedding, even if they're working. Yeah, but it's just yeah. I guess you, you get paid to attend, but it's it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. Like imagine sure. you you thought you were good friends with them, and then you didn't get invited, and you had to serve all your friends. <laughs> like, I feel like isn't that, that even would more fucking awkward? suck? Like, you don't get invited, but you have to work their wedding. Yeah. That, <laughs> Is it more awkward if you get invited, but you're not even that close to them? That's like, true. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no. Weird. Would you go then? Uh, Probably not. Because I like you have to give money, right? You yeah. Usually oh, so I true. usually give like, a pretty decent amount. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know these people. Yeah. Kind of thing. That's true. Yeah, true. Well, you, Viv, would you go up to? Uh, in the last while, I have not been really doing much of anything because... I currently have a cast on my finger from the injury back in March to make my finger fully straight before it stays fucked for a long time. And so working out has been a pain in the ass because I can't use any straps because my straps, I tried it last week and it made my cast crack. Oh God! (laughs) So I had to go back in and get it redone. And then so now I can't do anything that requires me to like actually lift anything. Like with or like grip anything with my hands and hold it like that. So I can't do any bent over rows. I can't do any deadlifts. I can't do any of that fucking shit. So it's quite upsetting, actually. But actually, I haven't tried again, but I might try to attach a hook attachment to my wrist and not like grab it at all. You know, just let let it like be secured by my wrist and don't hold it by my other fingers at all. And maybe my cast won't crack by then. Role playing handicap. Yeah, exactly. But aside from that, I've just been working out, walking Lumi, and that's all. There was a super moon. I heard about month. that. I always, I always see those things on Instagram or Reddit or whatever. And then when the time actually comes at night, I forget about it until the next day when people post pictures. I'm like, oh shit, like, I missed it. You should put it in your calendar. Yeah, like I went, to, I tried to go see Saturn too because Saturn is really close to the Earth right now and it's in opposition to the sun. But, what does that mean for uh, a Pisces? Bro, I don't know. I don't care about this <laughs> astrology shit. But apparently, the super moon is like really emotional for Sagittarius people and like Pisces. And yeah, I have no idea. I have been feeling emotional lately. I am a Sagittarius. Oh, shit. It explains oh. everything. Your feelings. Your something is in the microwave. Dude, you're what? Your something's in the microwave? It's like Venus and retrograders. Oh, retrograde. I thought you said microwave. Yeah, I was like, yo, your microwave. thing's cooking right now. It's cooking hard. And this is the photo I took of the moon. Oh, wow. Is that AI'd? Okay, Ooh. technically. People think that it's half doctored by AI technology Samsung? for Samsung and iPhone. But what the AI is doing is it's not creating like fake craters and fake details on the moon for you. It's just making your phone take a shit ton of pictures and then it piles the pictures together to get the final picture Mm. so it's not technically creating something that's not there it's just taking a whole bunch of images so it can add more detail instead of just taking one image it's not enhancing anything yeah oh not like that not like what everyone thinks 
is happening when you say, oh, it's AI doctored. I think maybe they, um, they like went back and fixed it. Because I think the original ones were AI doctored. Maybe. No, because like they took a picture of a picture of the moon and then they filled in the craters. Right, right. I think I saw somebody do that with a light too or a circle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They they put some random, like it kind of looked like the moon and then the Samsung phone made it a moon. Yeah, let's see if I can do this. I mean, they could have fixed it. They could have fixed it and put it on the hush hush, you know? That's true. I mean, I'm trying to do this with your light right now and it's not registering as moon, so. Yeah, my light's not fake. Thank God. But that's everything that's been going on with me. Oh, nice. Or today I actually had a bit of an adventure. On my way here, there was this dog running around my neighborhood. And this lady was following the dog. And at first I was thinking like, dude, lady, control your fucking dog. It's literally like running back and forth between the fucking road and everything. Your dog's going to get run over. And then when I stopped my car to let to like let the lady fucking secure her dog because the dog was in my Kodasak area she pointed at me and she was like is that your dog and i was like no i thought that was your dog and then the lady proceeded to tell me that she's been chasing this dog around the neighborhood for the last half an hour and she can't grab the dog and she can't seem to find who the dog belongs to and so i thought i would help her and when i finally got the dog i think maybe because i have a dog so i was able to like i don't know dog whisper for the this dog to come over to me excuse when excuse i grabbed the dog this lady was like um, so do you know what we do now? <laughs> and I was like, um, I think we should bring the dog to the vet to see if there's a microchip in it. And then she's like, okay, um, could you do that? <laughs> you just aided a lady in kidnapping a dog. You dognapped <laughs> probably. a dog for a lady. This is probably, okay, She. this is probably her, like, um, high school bully's dog. <laughs> and she, like, lured the dog out and then was hoping someone else could steal it for her. She didn't want to commit to her crime. This dog peed on my floor already. Just now? Yeah, I had to clean up. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. But yeah, anyway, so I took this dog to a few vets, and unfortunately, it's a long weekend today, so a lot of clinics are closed. So I brought it to the hospital, and they scanned the back of the dog, and these parents are fucking stupid. So you get your dog a microchip so that when your dog's lost in these instances, then your contact information is there, attached to your fucking dog. These owners privatized their information. And so the only information I could get out of the microchip was the name of the dog and what vet he goes to. Wait, it's a he or she? Oh, sorry, she. Her name is Cece. And then, so the nurse that helped me was like, all right, so you have two options. You can bring this dog to the pound right now and let them deal with it. Or you could keep this dog overnight and then bring this dog to its vet or call their vet the next morning to see if you can get the owner's information and i'm like like i would hate it if i lost my dog and someone brought my dog to the pound because i feel like the pound is like the homeless shelter but for dogs no offense and i'm like that must be such a scary place maybe she's got to grow up fast you know <laughs> what, so, what are you gonna feed it what if she's allergic to shit i have no fucking idea man so brought to the barbecue house <laughs> What I did was that I called my sister because I'm not home right now. I'm obviously here at the podcast. I called my sister and asked her to put up signs around the neighborhood that I found a dog named Cece and to call me. Okay, I think that's a little too much now. Why? I feel like you should be the opposite. Like the owner should put up signs and you should go and call that number. I told Viv to wait until someone puts a reward poster up and and then tell them you found it. Then you get 50 bucks out of it. 
I I would just wait till tomorrow and just fucking call, bring it to the vet, drop it off. I I really don't want to keep this dog overnight. If I'm being honest. Oh well. Pound just, city we go. Just leave it where you found it. I guess. <laughs> just go back home and <laughs> put it on the street and walk away. <laughs> walk away. If someone tries catching you, but like, is that your dog's? Like, nope. I can confirm. Bring it to the vet. I'll tell yeah. you. Bring it. It's fine. For sure. But yeah, so I I have somebody's dog right now, and uh, I'll see what I do with it later. I think it's a puppy too. It's kind of stupid. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. It doesn't know any tricks or how to like behave or anything. Yeah, she's very scared of all the other dogs. Yeah, how's your week been, Jorge? Uh, it's been pretty... So you injured your wrist? Yeah, I injured my wrist at climbing. It was pretty sad. I was, like, doing a start move, and then... This is, like, I think my fifth time doing that climb. Um, And then I heard a pop, and then oh. I just heard after. But then I went to the doctor. He said, no, he doesn't think it's a tear or anything, because it's not swollen or anything like that. So he just said, rest it for a week, and then just start doing some, like, wrist physio stuff. And you just search up, like, YouTube videos and stuff. I was like, sure. Actually, I'm playing with this dog right now, and I think it's probably, like, at least one or two years old. Oh, why? Because it doesn't have baby teeth. Oh, okay. Damn. Oh, it's a stupid dog for being one year old. But, yeah, anyways, I injured my wrist. I'm pretty sad about it, but, I don't know, I just feel, like, less sad about it. I I feel like I used to be so frustrated whenever I get injured, but nowadays, it's just, I don't know. It's, like, what could I have done differently? And and that's just, like, almost nothing. Because, like, I wanted to try that climb anyways. I was going to do max effort anyways, so... It's just bad luck, bad maybe training. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, and then I went to my friend's wedding. Actually, all of Saturday, I met so many old friends. So as so what Lynn was was talking about. Um, and these are crazy because these are friends from like all over the world that finally wow. came back. Um, and I'm pretty excited because I think some of them are going to come on the podcast. So it's very exciting. They have very cool stories. You're so one advertising of the podcast while you're there. Yeah, well, because I want to talk some more about it. And I was like, yo, you want to come on the podcast? So one of them was from Australia or just came back from Australia. She just lived there for like four years. Um, it's a high school friend. And we like chatted a bit. And she's like, yeah, she's down to come talk to me. She's actually a recruiter. So she's like, I think we're going to talk maybe even further beyond the podcast because I'm going to talk to her how to like set up to work somewhere else. And she's, she's going to help wow. me with that. And then uh, my other friend, she actually did like a whole Africa trip and stuff. Wow. Um, so that's very exciting. She's trying to convince me to go. I'm like, I'll see. But yeah, so that's that's very exciting. Uh, so yeah, no, it's nice. It's so I some of them I met them again at my friend's wedding, and that was a really fun wedding. It was uh, one of my good friends, Stove. Congratulations to him and his wife. So exciting! Yeah. How yeah. does it feel to see some of your like close friends get married like that? Yeah, it's it's cool because it's like in the last two years I've saw I've seen a bunch. And then also during that wedding, you know, you get that feeling. It's like oh, all your friends are starting to get married and shit. And you're like, yeah. motherfucker. Like, what do I do now? But then at the same time, I saw I saw so many people at the wedding that are like more similar to me. Where it's like, I don't want to get married till a lot later. I don't want kids anytime soon. I want to like, you know, see the world a bit more. So I was like, oh, it's, it's reassuring that the other 10% of the world is still there kind of thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way, especially with all of our friends getting married. Um, this year that we've been to, I it's kind of confirmed for me that I definitely don't want any of that <laughs> for like the next f- five plus to infinity years. Do you think the whole motherly instinct thing is gonna like make you want something? I don't know. I I definitely don't have that right now. I don't. I don't want a dog. I don't want nothing. I want just to like go to work, play volleyball, 
play games, mm. see my friends, make my food, go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I'm happily content with that life at this moment. So what do you think that is? That motherly instinct? It's 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 primal, right? Yeah. It has sure. to be something in the genetics. Yeah, I think um I definitely not to say I don't have it, like I'll take care of, I'll like um I feel happy when I see people's kids or like this really? dog and stuff like oh, that. Okay. But then it's like, do I want my own? Do I want to take one home with me and have it? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely. Not. <laughs> I feel like kids are. Um... Wait, like like Julia and Dave, for example. Ethan yeah. is like the cutest baby. No, I don't. Okay, relax. <laughs> Ethan's like so cute. Like I see them and I'm happy for them. I would happily babysit if they needed. I would be their last choice probably. But I, if they needed someone, I would. But do I want to have my own and take it home with me? Absolutely not. I would not like give it back to the parents after I'm done, and then I go sleep in my apartment by myself. <laughs> oh, nice! What a lovely life. That's such a nice life, honestly. Yeah, what a nice. Great. I feel like they're not even at the fun age yet, too. Like my both my nieces are like one of them's one, and one of them's not even one yet. And I feel like they don't get fun until they're like three or four, right? I think so too. Right now they're just. Like yeah, eating also, and puking or bar- pu- was it burping and stuff. And it's just kind of gross for yeah, me. Yeah, but that's also when they're not whiny. They're not demanding. They're not going to throw tantrums in the store. They don't know what stuff is yet. They don't yeah, know what money but, is yet. Right? But it's like if that was your kid, then yes, that's like hard. But it was if, if it's not your kid, then it's kind of like, well, I don't know. It's just like kind of like, okay, well, not really my problem. It's only my problem for like two hours of the week. So are you the kind of uncle that like buys your nieces ice cream, like hype them up and then bring them back home like, here you go. And then they're all like, I feel uh, sugar. I mean, they're not old enough yet, so uh, I can't even do that. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think I'd be the type to spoil them a bit more, especially now that I have like. Fuck you money. Not fuck you money. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. I wish I had fuck you I, ha- I just have more disposable income and mm-hmm. just whatever. I can just spend on them. I'm more willing to spend it on them. How much money is fuck you money in your opinion? Uh, I don't know. Does not does not depend on who you are. Like who you're saying fuck you to? No, like who you are as a person. Like okay, okay so if you're a homeless person that doesn't give a shit about anything, then fuck you money is not much money. Okay, okay. But if you're like a famous actor or a president or someone like more higher in the social ladder, then fuck you money means a lot more because That's saying true. fuck you to it someone that actually like you don't you can say fuck you to someone that doesn't matter to you but then that that the fuck you part doesn't even matter either mm, right that's true so like if you don't care about anything then the amount of fuck you money is pretty low right like i assume how much money would be fuck you money to you to me oh i don't know man i don't know i have to think about it. i feel like the more money you get the more uh the more that amount increases i agree so then it's like kind of cascading what upwards. what would be considered fuck you money when you like Okay, in today's world right now. Like, what would be a scenario okay, for fuck you money? Like, let me see. So, I think you can calculate this. So, okay, how much money do you think you can spend a year very comfortably? Very comfortably? Yeah. Like, what do you mean by spending? Like, with, like including my basic needs and yeah. bills and stuff yeah. like that? Like, how much money in a year, in a calendar year, 12 months, would you spend, re- re- like, if you were to retire right now, how much money do you need every 12 months? Every twelve month comfortably. Yeah. I would say like my wage now. Okay, well 
Okay. So Whatever that number is times the amount of year you're gonna live, oh, right, and okay. all that shit, and then that'll be kind of, and then plus inflation, that'll be your fuck you money, right? Okay, so put like ninety k. Right. And then uh, how long do you think you're gonna live for? I guess. I guess um, that's kind of tough. Okay, no, actually, we don't have to do it this way. So if you want ninety k, and say some investment can guarantee you like three percent annually, uh-huh. right? So then you just divide by three percent. Nah. Uh, this? Yeah, I guess that's about right. Three million for fuck you. But money. then that doesn't include inflation. That is true. So right. put another million there. <laughs> I mean, so then you have to increase a bit more and shit like that. I mean, I think ten, ten to twenty million is pretty comfortable for most people. To say that's fuck you money, right? I would say so. Because then at that point, you can just you know literally say fuck you. I'll do whatever I want. Yeah. Yeah. I pretty see. much. I see, I see. That's but yeah, it like depends, right? Like if you're the type who's super like stoic into yourself and you just want to read books all day and live in the woods or something like that, like I assume your fucking money is like pretty low, right? That's true. Because that amount you have, someone's like, oh, can you do this job for me? And you're like, no, fuck you. Like I just want to mm-hmm. live this life. And then they'll just do that, right? I assume that's how. And you wouldn't have the need to ask for anything per se. Yeah. Because for any instance, you can just say fuck you. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. Did you just expose your salary? That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So this week we're gonna talk about something interesting. Lynn really wanna talk about this. She wanna talk about time. hmm And I guess she had uh she's not even here right now. She doesn't she's on the fucking phone. If, if if we had video, you guys can see. Um but yeah, she had to pick up a phone call. But I guess she had an epiphany saying like, you know, time's so weird because she's all her old friends or that nostalgia she gets and you know, she I guess she's starting to feel old. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's weird too because how does that feeling old kind of come to be? Like for me, I don't, I don't necessarily feel old, mm-hmm. but uh, I just feel like I'm more mature, more knowledgeable. Yeah. But that's also with the with the information that I want to live forever too. So I feel <laughs> like like that number doesn't matter because it's gonna go on. There's for no a long time. there's no sense of old if you live forever yeah, in that exactly. case, right? Exactly. Yeah interesting uh i feel there are days when i do feel like hey actually i am kind of getting old now and i know that when i turn 40 i'm gonna think that 30 isn't old Mm. like how when you're freaking 18 you think 30 is old you think like 25 is old or something like that right yeah but nowadays i feel like i can feel parts of me that feel like i'm less of an adolescent or I have less childish qualities and I just I feel tired more often I don't want to do things as much like be out as often I want to like go home earlier like I realized in the last couple of weeks I was I went home at like 3 a.m on Saturday because I was playing board games and I was like fuck this is so fucking late oh my god I'm screwed for tomorrow I need my sleep but I remember usually when it would be 3 a.m I'd be like I'm not going to sleep anytime soon, so like that's fine, and I'd be alive. Or like two weeks prior to that, I went home around like 1:30 a.m. and I was like, "Jesus Christ, this is way too late." And I would not normally have this opinion before, but now I'm like, "Oh, I need, I need to go to bed. I have these it's, other things to do." It's funny because adulting, you know. The first time I felt that recently, or like the first time I remember feeling that, is at Gareth Emery. When the the rave ended at like midnight and we all got kicked out at midnight and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing! I don't have to stay up to three a.m. partying. I like <laughs> the set is done at midnight and I can just go home and it was fucking amazing. 
Like I get, like I still want to party, but not until three a.m. Like I, I want to get my raving and then I go home. I agree. I like it. Oh well, I mean, why don't people hang out earlier then? That's what I always wondered. No, nighttime is a the prime time to do dumb shit. I guess <laughs> when you're younger. I mean, but like I feel like I don't know. I like I super value sleep, so I always want to go home early and shit and go to sleep. I'm like the one that usually leaves first whenever we hang out. Cause I'm like it's time to hit the old dusty so I can go home and sleep. I agree. I can but, see the life now. But I don't know. I also feel like it's um like the it it's almost like the definition of living has kind of changed too. Like back then when we thought fifty was old. But that kind of changed too. But then the quality of life and the standard of living of everyone kind of also improved too, mm. right? So it's like, however you can live can actually last a lot longer. Um, so like, I always pose the question where, you know how we're currently our retirement age is 65? Yeah. I was like, is that even like reasonable anymore? Because I, I think we talked about this once uh, with our group of friends. And I was saying like, if the assumption is you die at, age x and you retire at age x minus y right wouldn't that mean if we live longer like say an extra 20 years now wouldn't you want to retire later also i mean yes but i feel like my opinion is also very different on retirement and i think it yeah no that's similar that that, that, that aside because like because mm. it's a set it's a set age it's a mm. it's a na- nationwide set age for so, when you should probably stop working yeah yeah but yeah. i was like if people are living longer um and i think they are i don't know how how the mortality averages for for age but if that's the case then i guess shouldn't that number kind of increase too but just because you're living longer doesn't mean you're still mobile and agile and you're able to do that same job and sit in that same desk until you're, let's say you move it up to 75. Not many 75-year-olds may be able to do the same job as they did when they were... That's what you think X amount of years ago, though. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, don't you think people are, like, living longer? Like, 50s and new 40, 40s and new 30, yeah. stuff like that, right? So it just feels like everyone at an older age is not as feeble as 10 years ago. Like, if 10 years ago I was going to say, oh, my dad's 70, you're like, oh, he must be, like kind of old right but mm-hmm. now if i say 70 he's like oh he must be enjoying retirement now and like going on going true. vacations and doing all these things right the i feel like that's quite been, different yeah i feel like when they set that age whatever time like i don't know how long ago they set that age they must have had the mentality that you know 65 is pretty old they're pretty feeble now right they can't really do much so that's why they set that number i don't know i was just always curious about that like i, I i'm also in the mentality like i don't really care for retiring at all like I, i've told many like my mentality is always like i want to work forever kind of thing yeah, I agree. I, I want to work forever, but I don't want to be a slave forever, if that makes sense. Like, I would want to, at some point, have my own business and work on it because I enjoy it and not because I actually need the money. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it sucked to, like, still stress about that money part at that age, but it's life, I guess. Yeah. But in this economy, there's no way, like, you're able to retire at some jobs i guess like i guess i don't know how but the pension stuff works here but is it livable even anymore i don't know i think so i don't know like my my my, my parents are I'm, my mom is about to retire my dad's already retired i think it depends on how much you get paid really at the end of the day well no it depends on how much you spend i mean it's all like how much you spend how much you live off of how much you've saved all that shit right if you saved a, like a sizable amount of money it, it, it goes back to our calculation right if you saved three million dollars over the course of your career and you only need realistically ninety thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Then 
you're kind of good for a while minus inflation but i'm sure they can figure that stuff out yeah right so it kind of depends on that but yeah i don't know like time's interesting but i do feel like everyone is not expecting that we're gonna be more viable a lot older if that makes sense yeah i don't think so because it because it because it doesn't like i don't know i feel like a lot of people doubt it too Right, they're like, oh no, you know, when I get older, or like at a certain age, they're just gonna decline. But I feel like no, this is something you can actually like avoid. It's actually possible, and I feel like a lot of, especially the rich people, are for sure doing it. Mm-hmm. Like a lot for of the rich sure. people are a lot older, and they're still doing very well. Adenosine shots. Yeah, I like all I can think of is all the rich actor, or like all the older actors. Yeah, like right. they're still they're still doing fine, and they're like. Like when you say their age, you're like, "What the fuck? They're old as shit." Mm-hmm. They're also fam- You can't put famous people with regular people. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, it's possible for you to live longer and live a more like actual life at an older age. I don't agree with that because if you're mega rich, you can pay for stuff that but that, a normal but that, person. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's possible. Oh, possible. I'm, I'm yes, not yes, saying yes. I'm, I'm not saying it's feasible, but I'm yes, saying yes. it's actually possible for people, right? And whatever they're paying for, like five years ago. Five years later, it's going to be accessible to the public or more accessible and feasible for the public. That's right? true. I don't know. That's why I'm a big proponent of living forever, guys. You don't think about it, but if, if it grows like it is growing now, I feel like that age is going to just curve upwards dramatically, minus any like random stuff that kills you. Yeah, definitely think with technology and the advancement of medicine, that's a lot more easier to, for everyone to reach that age and actually be more able-bodied than not. It, it's... It's even some very simple things too. It's not even like the crazy technology. So it's like if you, I, I think I heard this on a podcast. If you were to go back in time right now, what could you actually fix? Like, what could you actually do? And like, bring a Tylenol pill and you're going to solve those. <laughs> so for the most part, you can't, at least in the medical field. But the one thing they were talking about is like the one thing you can do that can actually save like fuck ton of lives is just washing your hands. Like, if you went back right. in time and just taught people how to wash their hands in the in the medical field, that would, like, save a fuck, like, a lot of lives. Right. right? So, I feel like, like, it's, like, a compound thing. It's, like, the simple things kind of add up, and then it can, like, expand your life quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, anyways, where, where are we going with this, Lynn? Time? Time? You were saying you were feeling the, the feeling old and nostalgia and shit like that? Well, it's just because I've been to, like, this wedding yesterday, and I was thinking how... It's almost feels like time has not passed between seeing any of these people, even though it's been like seven years. It feels like we were talking like it was just like as if it was yesterday. And I find that that's so fascinating. I think maybe it has more to do with like your human connection and your your closeness you feel with your friends. But I just find it crazy that it's been five, six, seven years since I've seen these people and no time has passed but in that time everyone has done all these things and all everyone has advanced in their lifetime and stuff like that but it's just we were like went back in time just for that one night to hang out with each other and i thought like that was crazy like i'm wondering if you guys have felt that same thing with just life like going forward like yeah like we're getting older we're time's going by like it's already november or sorry september 2023 like it feels like just yesterday was new year's like where does the time go hmm. i feel like maybe it's like a aging thing like i feel like time is slipping me by like i have i mean done all the stuff that i want to do before i'm 30 40 50 right i know isn't it like a relativity thing like not not the physics relativity but like 
if you're one year old, six months was half your life, mm. right? But if you're twenty years old, ten years or your twenty ten years is now half your life. So therefore, like your real your understanding of time is changing as you get older. No. Yeah, but I, I mean, like the acceleration of time—that's just like things that happen, right? Like. This makes me, like, kind of sad. I don't know about you guys. Like, if I could go back... Like, if you go back in time to an era of your life, like, what would it be? A time in my life? Yeah. But I'm, like, that age. Like, you're... Yeah. Uh, I I love my life, so I, I'm st- I still want to stick around right now. Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't think I would go back at all. Like, like I'm think, quite fucking happy now. Like, yeah. life is better now than it was before? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. You don't have any regrets? Any regrets you would go back and fix? Uh, you all, I think we all do, right? Like, yeah. we all, like, oh, fuck, I should, like, invest in Apple. What the fuck? Right? Yeah, Amazon, dude. Bitcoin during November. <laughs> I should have fucking knew it. I should have knew Tesla was going to blow up. God damn it. Or I should have bought one Bitcoin way back yeah. when for, like, 20 bucks. Um, but aside from that, not really. I don't know. I feel like we're the accumulation of all our mistakes and our successes. Yeah, honestly. Like, I feel like too. I wouldn't be who I am. Like, as much as I, I wouldn't say I hate life, but I feel like I'm struggling right now. But I feel like if you asked me, I would say something similar maybe a couple years ago or something like that. Like you always hit patches where you're like, oh, I got to figure something out. But like what you struggle at might be different all the time, right? Like at one point in my life, I was struggling with relationships, right? And that's not a problem right now. And then at one point in my life, I may have been struggling with like right now I'm struggling with like how to figure out what I want to do with my career, right? But that's not like a, it's not like a, I have leukemia or some shit like that, right? It's, it's way different of a struggle and it's just different at every time point of your life. I agree. Um, so I, I wouldn't like want to trade mm-hmm. my current position to go back to any mm-hmm. one time period. Cause I feel like, I don't know, like all, all the mistakes I made, all the injuries I've accumulated throughout my time. It's, it's necessary for me to become who I am. Right. But I think, uh, yeah, I think the exact same way, like obviously there's points in your life where you feel like, Oh, that actually like hurt a lot. Or that was really a shit ass experience that I probably should never have gone through. But in overall, everything is an accumulation of lessons and growth for myself. And I wouldn't be who I am today, which I'm quite happy as if I didn't go through everything that I went through. So I would not change literally anything. I don't think there's a point in time that I would specifically go back to aside from like experiencing random things just to experience it a second time, but not to like redo anything. Like an example would be going back to when I was a kid and hang out in Vancouver and playing on the farm and being able to do like spend literally all summer there. But aside from that, like little memories like that, I feel like I wouldn't really go back. I mean, if I got convicted of a crime, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely want to maybe. If my life forward was fucked, yeah. I would definitely go back. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy because like I feel like maybe the three of us aren't the best to talk about this, but like what if you're the person who like got into a car accident because you were on your phone because you picked up a phone call that someone, you know, random called you and then it ended someone else's life, right? Then you'd have like immortal regret forever. Yes. Right? That's kind of different. I feel like I don't really have that. Like, like there's nothing that dire that ever happened to my life like that, right? Like it, it wasn't like, oh, fuck, like if I didn't flush my toilet, this wouldn't happen. My grandpa wouldn't have got cancer. You know, it would have been great. But like, no, that's that's not that's not. There's no immediate effect, right? It's all proxy. So, I don't know. I, I feel like like. Do you do you have like some stuff that you would want? Um, I would think about 
I, I regret not doing things earlier. Like, there's a lot of things that I don't, um, like, I think back, I'm like, why did I do this? Why did I start doing this now and not, like, two years ago mm. kind of thing? Like, I feel um, with volleyball is a big one. I'm like, why didn't I start training, actually practicing, like, two, four, three, five years ago and not last year? That would have been, like, I would have been better now. Or, like, I should have joined the club volleyball team in high school. Because I would have been better now. Dumb, to be honest. <laughs> Why is that? I, I just feel like it's like it's just it's just like something that doesn't matter that much, right? It's like Lynn, you're never gonna become a fucking no, I ca- been Canadian league libero. No, but I could have been if I started <laughs> I in high so, school. <laughs> Can you be a little nicer? Holy shit! No, that's her opinion. Like that sounds fucking retarded. No, okay. If she said if I went back in time and I went to like engineering school instead, then I'd be oh wow, that's like that's very impactful to your current life. But you're like, oh, I wish I trained volleyball two years earlier. I was like, to do what? Like, to be better? I was like, oh, great. You want to show off to all your friends how great you are in volleyball? I mean, of all the examples, I felt like that was the least impactful one. Your passion for volleyball is not the same as hers, okay? But I feel like even if your passion was that, like, crazy, it's, like, non-impactful to your life that as significant. It's, like, a minor impact to your life. Is it, like, the skill set that you could have learned if you started practicing volleyball more intensely mm-hmm. two years ago you could still learn them is that what you're saying that you don't well, need to go back in time for them okay it goes back to like is it is it beating everyone that makes you so happy at volleyball or is playing volleyball makes you happy playing volleyball yeah so then overall well skilled so then doing going two years earlier wouldn't stop you from playing volleyball now it's like a very like minute impact thing is, is how i feel i mean like we could all come up with the same examples. Like, I, I bet Viv wish she trained two years earlier. I wish I, like, worked out two years earlier than whenever I started, right? Like, mm-hmm. but it feels like at the end of the day, it's not really impactful. Mm-hmm. Like, it still yeah. gets me to where I am right now. Like, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the 80-20 rule. It's mm-hmm. like, that's the 20% that doesn't matter. You got to think about the overall 80%. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I'm sorry for being rude. I thought you, I thought you were going to say, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like, oh, I wish I moved to... Australia to work instead of Vancouver. I was getting to that part. I was starting oh, okay, small. Okay. A small example would be volleyball. For example. I see. Uh, sorry, that, that was I just a, Yeah, that was just a... Or he's a hater. <laughs> that's hard to say. So to nobody's surprise, listeners. <laughs> it's just like... You can hear people just laughing away at their cars. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn, okay. To me, what you said was kind of like me saying, I wish I like started meal planning two years earlier. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's it's not really impactful. Like it, I would have got to the same result anyways kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay, you were gonna go to the same thing. So you're saying like you wish you were to like live somewhere else? Because like I I wish for that every every single day of my life right now. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I would say maybe I wish maybe instead of Vancouver, I could have picked somewhere more ambitious, like Europe, or because I have friends who like moved to Europe, like Italy, for like a year or two, just like after university, and that was like a crazy experience. Like yeah. Or stuff that stuff that you can only do when you're younger, almost like if you're. I mean, it's never too late, actually. I guess our friends going to Japan this year, this month, right? Yeah. Is she leave already? No, but that's wild. Yeah, yeah what she. So yeah, we have, like, a, we have like a friend that. who's leaving for Japan for X amount of months. I don't know. Yeah, stuff like. Oh that. my god! For, for a second there, I was gonna be like, "The fuck? Who?" <laughs> but okay, hang on. But it's never too late, honestly. I tell people, and that I guess that ties in with the time thing. Is there's never. 
it's never too late to do something you want to do. Look at our friend, for example. She wanted to do this for like the longest time. And then now finally she is doing it. And I'm so proud of her when she told me that she's doing that. Yeah. Like it's like amazing. And I always tell people it's never too late. Like I had a friend yesterday that I met or that I saw after a while. And before I left, I know she was trying to pursue like hair and makeup industry, but then she said, no, like I didn't end up going to school for it. I was too scared of failure and I was too scared of like me not being good at blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, it's never too late. Like you can always, if you, as long as you try, honestly, it's better than not knowing if or you're going to fail or not. Mm. Right. So I was like, dude, age is just a number. You can do whatever you do whatever the fuck you want, dude. Like time is money. Time. You'll never get a time back right you're gonna get you're gonna pay you might pay for it and then fail but the time that you spend is like always worth it right like you're not gonna have that much you're gonna do when you're 80 you might as well do it now you don't want to regret that later on in the in the road right i agree like for these things if you're not sure what you want to do for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. just pick a direction and run with it and then if that doesn't work out then at least you know that direction is not an option yeah i mean i i wish i could go back and have that mentality of doing that too of like going somewhere else to work while I was younger but I mean yes and no I feel like if I just graduated and tried to work somewhere else right away mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't have the relationships I have right now like as in I wouldn't have gone so close to Viv I wouldn't have been with my girlfriend still Joyce right now mm-hmm. Um, like at least now like now it's tougher it's like even worse but at least I can figure it out and at least I have something mm-hmm. to hold on to still mm-hmm. if that makes sense like I've actually thought of this very deeply. I was like, "Hey, I actually want to think about moving somewhere very far and seeing how it goes." Mm-hmm. Um, and I I want her there with me, right? It's like my one friend who's talk who I kind of re re reconnected with over the weekend. She was saying like, "Yeah, she wants to like she's traveled the world a lot and done a lot of things." But she's like, "Man, it kind of sucks." I'm like I'm 30 now and I've got to think about like relationships and stuff too because like it starts to matter a bit right, more right. when you get older too, right? Like, I'm not saying my golden years are past or anything like that, but, like, I enjoyed my time with uh, Joyce, and I want to continue enjoying that. And it's, like, I don't want to, like, just throw it all away just because I have this ambition to go somewhere else. I have to try to make it work. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you see what's kind of, like, more valuable for you and how to balance all these things, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like if it's worth it, we can figure out how to make it work. Kind of thing. You guys often go down what they call memory lane and you think about the stuff that happened in the past, either happy or sad. And you just kind of like think, sometimes I think like, where do our memories, like our memories go? Like it's only in your head. If you forget about it, it's like gone forever. Isn't that crazy? It's what the fuck you want me to say that? Of course. <laughs> well, like, of course you, that's fucking wild, you Noel. You think it's in our soul? I don't know, man. You think I go up to... You think if I forget how to do a, a dip or something, I go up to a bar and all of a sudden my muscles just remember how to do this shit and I just start doing dips and stuff? Yeah, but you guys are like on memory lane. Do you have like yeah, significant yeah. memories? Or do, like, do things often trigger your memories? Like sometimes I'll see... Um, I'll see like a restaurant that I've been to, or actually, what? Uh, me and Viv had this had this like bonding moment at the McDonald's on the South Side. <laughs> and honestly, every time I go there, I think about I think about it, and it triggers me, and I think about that time that happened. Me too. That shit's. Is it is it like a happy incident or no? A, 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 okay, so uh, happy ends as uh, happy and sad, I guess. Okay, so two things to that. I used to go down memory lane way too often, way too often. I always think about the, oh yeah, the good old days. You know, the good old days, guys. The good old days. Uh, but nowadays, no, I actually look forward a lot more than backwards. 
Like I'm like thinking about like, okay, yeah. what I want to do next way more than I do like looking back at what have I done. Um, and then, you know, what's the crazy thing? I think, you know how some people are like, oh yeah, you're going to remember the happiest moments because they mean so much to you and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Dude, I remember the shit moments so well. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. for sure. Like so much more than the happy. If you tell me less happy moments, I could like try to like reach deep and like make up some shit too and like try to find those ones and maybe exaggerate some shit. But if you tell me the shit moments, oh dude, I could like, like, you know, spit it out so fast. Oh yeah. Right. I don't know what's that. I feel like, I feel like maybe our brain is naturally pessimistic, but like our like heart or soul or whatever that might be is like optimistic. Like it's like the balance between the two. I like to think that I thought about this before because I feel like I used to complain a lot about all these like negative experiences. And I feel like it's because when something good happens, all you can say really is like, wow, that was great. Amazing. Nice. Wonderful. But when something bad happens, you have like, 50 more lines of things to say like holy fuck guess what happened like this happened it's this happened i can't believe this happened you have so much more opinion put into it versus if something just went really well then all you can say is that's true that's nice and so i think that's why it has more of an impact on you and yeah i feel like i've for me personally i used to also be that way where i would be able to remember a negative moment a lot more easily than any positive moments but i feel like i've been retraining my brain to pick up and remember positive moments more often than negative moments now oh no like sometimes i'm driving and i just cringe at myself for something i did like <laughs> la- like last year or some shit like what, what's something you would cringe at yourself about i don't know like if i did something stupid when i was driving or if i like said something stupid to someone like not like not okay when i say stupid things to people i actually don't care but if it's something like very cringe then uh, it's just, it's stuck in my brain fucking forever. It's like always there. And, and randomly, randomly it'll just pop up. I'll be like, mm-hmm. oh fuck, I shouldn't have done that, right? Or I was like, oh fuck, I shouldn't have like farted at that time or something like that. <laughs> you know, like those, like those things will always, always kind of pop up and, and stuff. But right. but the happy moment, like I still remember them, but I feel like it's like an active memory. Like if I want to think about it, then I'll like start picking those out and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I actually don't know why it's it's like that. I'm sure there's some uh, psychology to that. Like, it must be the 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 bad moments are what helps you survive. I agree. Like I the good so. moments don't help you survive, but knowing the feeling of like starvation or like threat or something, like you need to always remember that to like always avoid that in the future, right? I mean, I feel like it always goes back to primal and stuff. But yeah, I agree. I find that interesting about when you say you're driving because that's usually when my memories hit me too where I'll be like oh my god I can't believe that person said that the other day or I can't I said that the other day well usually when I'm driving long distances I think about I go through like the Rolodex in my brain of all this shit that's archived and I'm like oh my god I can't believe that shit actually fucking happened or like stuff in the moment that I thought was fine and I think yeah. back to him like, oh my god I can't believe I like wore that shirt I can't believe I, can't believe I said that but but it's like you okay i'm not sure if it's for you guys but for me i only remember my own cringe moments like if there's cringe moments of other people i forget it so fast but if it's about me it's like stuck there forever oh yeah and i, then I assume it. like at the moment i remember i assume everyone also remembers it mm-hmm. so i was like it's like super cringe for me have um, you ever thought that if you don't remember anyone else's then most it's most likely that no one else remembers yours well, yeah, like I did think about that, but it doesn't stop me from like cringing at myself, like, oh, oh yeah, why did I do I that? Too. Right? It's like the spotlight effect, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that happens to me all the time, and it just feels weird, you know, like, driving down and 
Oh, do you guys do weird shit in your car? What, All the time. Me? Like, what do you weird shit? So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, okay. Yeah, what do you mean by weird so, shit? So, <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> okay, this is this is one I'll offer sure. When I'm when I'm driving down, like to work or something like that. I, like, so recently I've been trying to like roll my R's and they're like stuff you can practice. So I'll just be like screaming in my car, <laughs> trying to roll my R's and stuff. Right? Like there's like certain practice where you do with your tongue to try to get your R's. Like, like exercise you can do prior to actually rolling your R's to like practice to roll your R's. Right? So like if, if my window was down or if you looked like across from me while I was driving, you'd see me like just scream random shit at myself in the car. Because <laughs> I'm trying to practice how to roll Can my arms. Can you uh, give us an example? Well, I mean, you just have to practice the, the tongue, right? The, right? the, the <laughs> vibration of the tongue. So like while I'm just sitting there, I'd just be doing it the whole time. Like, yeah. And then I just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly it. And then sometimes I'll be like, I don't know. Sometimes I just talk talk to myself like out loud in the car too. I don't know if you guys do that. Um, Definitely not. Oh. What do you say? What kind of, yeah, what kind of thoughts you have there talking to yourself? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's like punchlines. Sometimes it's like your own joke. And I was it's not my own <laughs> jokes, joke. but like, okay, you guys ever remember that? Uh, fuck, I actually forgot. Just, just like, there's like certain jingles from TV and stuff that suddenly pops in your head, and I just like sing it. One eight hundred Canada. What? Is it one eight hundred Canada? No, it's the fucking no. That's sleep why country. Am, oh, <laughs> sleep country, Canada. <laughs> why buy a mattress <laughs> anywhere what, else? What, what, what was the one eight hundred one? Alarm force. Oh yeah, I used to remember that number because the fucking jingle was so good. <laughs> yeah. Right. But like randomly, I'd be driving and then I just like it just pops up in my head and I'm just like audibly singing oh. it because like I don't drive with a lot of people. Like I usually only drive Joyce around and stuff. Um. So do you live with Joyce in the car too? No, I I, I talk to her about random shit. I always like to talk about contro- controversial shit to her. Mm. Like it's 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 kind of mean sometimes because I it, like I'm kind of poking and prodding it because I I know she disagrees with me on it. So sometimes I I want to like talk to her about it, right? Um, or sometimes I'm not sure, but I know it's controversial, so I'm trying to like get her opinion on it too, right? Like and it's 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 every controversial shit like climate change, women's rights, trans, all this shit. I love to like dive deep on that shit with mm-hmm. her. Because like I know she, I know she doesn't agree with me, but like I'm curious too. I'm curious because she doesn't agree with me. I was like, I wonder what she'll say. But sometimes I'm a, I'm like a very persuasive, uh, not persuasive, but like I have a very strong opinions and attitudes. So then people are, who are more passive aren't willing to like speak back to me. If that makes sense. Mm. So then, uh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes I feel bad that, <laughs> that I do that to her. But it's because I like value her opinion is why yes, I want to yes. actually talk to her about her. Like, if it was just Joe Schmo, I'd be like, I don't care who, what you think about trans rights or anything like that. Like, I don't give a fuck, right? Mm. Um, but yeah, so, sometimes I like to do that. It's, it's fun. But uh, yeah, random shit I do in the car. All right, Viv, I want to know what, how you, why you answered so fast this <laughs> question. I mean, like, sometimes, like, I sing a lot in my car. Oh, like, out loud? Yeah, like, out loud. Oh. Like, I'll be like, all right, I'm working on this song right now. Or yeah, I actually have... Like, oftentimes, I'll have a song that I'm currently working on. Like, I'm trying to learn the rap to or the lyrics to and Uh trying to, like, hit those specific notes. So I'll play the song and I'll rewind back, like, every, like, 10 seconds and I'll try and hit that note or try and hit that part. And then if I don't hit it right... Like, while you're driving, you're, like, rewinding and shit. You just press a button on your... On your... Phone? Your steering wheel. Oh, okay. I see, I see. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it goes back 15 seconds and I try to hit that note again or I go back a few seconds if I'm trying to like learn a rap verse mm. and I mess up a word then I'm like oh fuck okay okay let's go back and then if I like get it right then I have this <laughs> I have a lint roller in my car and I'll use that as my microphone <laughs> so if you're driving by me you might see me hold a lint roller to my to my mouth and like sing into it like it's a mic Why are you driving with one hand and one hand on a lint roller yo I, I always drive with only one oh, okay. hand you, you have you driven but with your knees before no yeah I drive my knees sometimes That's but right. like what do you do with your hands Viv uh-huh off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, so I always feel like that's so awkward. Like when I pull up next to someone and my music's on, their music's on, and it's just like, okay, this is kind of weird. Because like my car's old, so I can only listen to the radio. So sometimes Katy Perry's on or something. Like, <laughs> like it's fucking, what's you that? You never feel like a trash, possibly big. <laughs> trash big. Well, what does that mean? Like, feel like a. This song, this song from, was it Firework? Oh you ever yeah. Feel like a plastic bag. Oh, that's the lyrics. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be something like that. Like and then with. they're like playing like some like Tupac or something like that. And I'm just like, <laughs> brother, I didn't pick no, this. I, I want to be cool, man. Trust <laughs> yeah. me, this ain't my song. Song of choice. So then I just uh, nowadays I just put in my my like earbuds and then I just like my car is just complete silent and I'm just listening stuff through 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 my earphones. But like I, I also like to listen to podcasts a lot and sometimes. Like they talk about really random shit, mm-hmm. so they'll talk about some like crazy stuff. So then I was like, I don't want other people kind of like knowing I'm listening to this right now as I drive by. I've had the I have had a few moments where I'm listening to our podcast and my windows would be down, and then I'll be like, oh, I don't want them to hear my voice. And I'm like, How do they know it's me though? <laughs> That's true, actually. <laughs> Just talk to them, talking to a low voice. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> So, so they for sure know it's not you now. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay. Could you imagine if you had one of those like, um, like, anime waifu cars? Like Pe- people be staring all the time. But I guess people who drive those like that's that's what they want, right? They want people to look at their cars. It's like you don't drive a Lambo, so like people don't check it out. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I guess those are meant to catch attention and stuff. I was just thinking, like, I probably would want to drive, like, a Joe Schmo playing car so no mm-hmm. one, like, looks at me while I'm driving and stuff. Would you ever drive a smart car? Uh, like, the small little eggshell ones? Yeah. Uh, I actually used to think that was such a cool idea. Now I think it's completely stupid. It's really safe, though, isn't it? It rolls, not... If that hits a truck, I don't know. I don't know who's surviving. Safe in the city. I don't know who's surviving that. Like, what I realize is that the cars here were made for here. And they just kept making them bigger. So then they all had to be a little bit bigger to survive the other cars here. <laughs> Whenever like, I see a smart car, I'm like, I could go over and kick you over right now. <laughs> yeah. But like, I think that that's, that's the reason like Japanese import cars, like they're not allowed in certain areas or they're not allowed after a certain time or they have to be like specially inspected and stuff. Because like the cars there were built for the cars there and they're all smaller, right? So like if a K-Van hits another K-Van in Japan... The damage is a little different than if, like, a Ford F-150 runs into, like, a K-Van, right? So, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it was just built for here kind of thing. So that's why I think smart cars kind of, like, the concept was cool, but I just don't want to die kind of thing. I agree. Like, I actually thought about nowadays. I was like, I kind of like having my SUV, even though it's not as, like, fuel efficient as, like, a sedan. Mm Mm-hmm. 
mostly because like if something were to hit me i'm more safe like nothing would happen to me and like i'm I'm at the mentality now it's like if i had a family i would want them all to have something that's a bit safer just because there's some wild shit that happens here yeah so lynn you said you keep going down memory lane a lot or what yeah i feel like i often do and i'm not sure if it's because maybe i'm getting older and that's just what people do when they age but i think about i think like uh back to my old relationship sometimes i think mm. back to not not a weird way but not satisfied not like i'll think about the stuff how i used to react to like an argument or like and i think like oh i think I, i've i did that before and i was so cringe and now i'm like i don't care about oh, the same shit or yeah. i think back to when i was a child like childhood and i think being in edmonton too like triggers a lot of stuff because obviously i don't live here anymore like i'll go by my high school or i'll go by uh like my old house or something like that and I'm like, oh like i'm crazy that i used to be like 10 years old living in this house like no worries in the world i just go home go to school eat dinner with my parents like and it was like all fun games and now i'm like 27 i'm just fucking so old and my grandparents say that to me too they're like oh my god like so it's like yesterday you were like seven and now you're like 27 you have a job and a life and i just think i think recently i've been going back down a lot just thinking about the great times the bad times how i'm different and how everyone else is different like maybe that's just me Mm, no. There's something you feel like you're missing from your life right now that makes you look back. I don't know. At it a lot. Well, being in Edmonton actually makes me like homesick a lot of times. Like I kind of wish, oh, maybe like I'll move back sometime, or maybe I'll come back more often. Like seeing my family, my parents, and stuff like that triggers it a lot too. Like, oh, I want to be home with them more. Um, but then I don't know. Like I'm trying to find a job here. I don't want to move back here. Then there's Zach, and then ugh, it's like a whole thing I have to like think about, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Would he like, would he come with you? No, he says he hates Alberta. So Ooh. I think you know Calgary. We don't would. like BC either. Yeah, so true. I know. I love BC. <laughs> I love BC but trying to make a point. I oh, think yeah, yeah. Calgary. Fuck Zach. <laughs> I think Calgary. I would. I think he would compromise with Calgary, tech. but not with Edmonton. Maybe. I see. Calgary is like kind of there's little stuff there's mountains and stuff right but he's more concerned about the it's like so dry here he says he his skin gets really dry when he's here so he says I think it's uh, bullshit but you know I mean it is true yeah obviously it the is air true, is drier here yeah. <laughs> so maybe he has moldy ass skin <laughs> yeah right. uh, that's it Wait, so does that only trigger when you get here like when you're in Vancouver no, do you have the same thoughts yeah sometimes in Vancouver like I'll think about how I still find so four years later in Vancouver, I still look like I'll like go drive downtown and I'll see the mountains and I'm like, damn, I still can't believe like I live here after all this time. Like it's not it's almost still not settled in my brain that I live I've moved away, I live in Vancouver and stuff mm. like that. And it's almost like I don't think about it. But then when I see like the skyline or I see them like a mountain, I'm like, Oh my god, like I've like lived here for four years, like it's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. But then coming home, like I see Viv, and like, oh, it's like no time has passed. Like we just mm-hmm. catch up, like it's nothing, right? I don't know. Yeah, I mean that that typically happens with really good friends, I guess. Yeah. Or I don't know, like just people you just connect really yeah. well with. Yeah, or like I'll have periods of like epiphanies where it's like, damn, I can't believe I was so depressed two years ago, and like I'm I'm great now. Like life is life is good, and I think back to what I've learned and all the good stuff and all the good people that I've met and all the how the depression and the sadness kind of like 
fades away and you don't i didn't realize i i, I wouldn't be able to tell you what day i stopped being depressed like there's like oh yeah it's oh. like a fade right and then mm-hmm. you get to this point now and you're like oh my god like life worked out i should have told my I, I would go back in time and tell two years ago me yo it gets better like relax mm-hmm. like pay your dues and then you know two years from now it'll be good you'll find your groove again dude okay just let all our listeners we're not that fucking old i mean okay so i feel bad sometimes because we talk about this stuff and i think back to it i was like dude we're not even that old i feel like there's like people that are like we're such babies compared to all these other people like especially people i work with and stuff they're all like in their 40s and 50s and we're like "Hmm, maybe i shouldn't uh feel bad about this stuff but it kind of sucks like it's not it's hard to not think and feel bad about it right like when you're at that time i'm sure when they were at that age they felt the same thing they shouldn't have the means to make a podcast or anything like that i think it's more so the age where you kind of had to start making like bigger decisions and a lot a lot of your more permanent attributes to your life become more yeah like permanent and you decide on more like long-term goals and everything that you do has more of a long-term effect than when you were younger Mm. maybe that's the reason why you feel like you're getting older well i feel like also for me when I feel like I'm getting older, I feel like I'm starting to like learn a bit more about life. And the one thing I've learned the most is like no one knows what the fuck's going on. Oh yeah. And the more I know, like the more I remind myself that, the more I feel okay. When I was like, because I usually have major imposter syndrome. Like I was like, I don't belong where I am and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I always think back as like, oh shit, like no one knows what's going on. Like we're all just going with the flow and trying to figure this shit out. I think that's actually really refreshing, especially in the workplace, because you're like, oh, my boss is doing this for the first time. Yeah. Or like whoever in charge of me or whoever is my leader is doing this for the first time. So it's like, it's it's a lot less daunting when you know everyone is just trying their best to make things work. Yeah, yeah. I think when I was at my last job, that was the moment where I took control. Where I was like, oh shit. Like, I, like pretty much up until that point for like a good year and a half, I always asked my boss and all these other people for like, hey, how do I do this? How do I do this? Right? Mm-hmm. And then at that point, I realized like, you know what? They know literally as much as me. Yeah. So like, I'm just going to decide how to do it and just, just roll with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is very interesting. So you like to reminisce a lot then, no, Lynn? Yeah, I think it's because I've been through shit and now I know <laughs> I have like a better uh, like gratefulness of life now. Like hey, like I'm a good, I'm in a good place. I've met all these people. I almost like you almost like need to suffer to like see the sunrise and you, enjoy the time now that you have. Do you think the hardest is yet to come? I think I haven't been through enough. To be honest, my life is pretty great. Um, I think there will be. There's always mountains you have to climb, and even though you reach, you come out of the hole, and then you reach your goal even at the top you're still gonna have another like there's um okay so my my prime example is you guys didn't know i tried to be a police officer a few years ago and i failed and i couldn't go that brought me into like this whole spiral of failure and depression and i was just so shitting on myself every day just so depressed right and then i think about it and i think if i were to still pursue it or even if i got there that time even if I reach my goal to be, to get this career, even at that career, you're going to face hurdles that you are going to struggle with and you're going to have your own new set of hurdles 
and hard times and even when you overcome that then there's there's always more like you're never gonna be even if you reach your goals you're never gonna be like complacent i guess like there's always something more that you're gonna have to struggle with always people you're gonna disagree with there's always people starting drama in your life there's always that guy that cut you off on the road and you're gonna think about you know why i feel so much road rage for no reason like that kind of thing right like there's always more i feel yeah i feel like i haven't suffered enough kind of like i feel like there's more to come still like i haven't had a kid yet i wanted i assume that's hard oh yeah i don't i don't really pay like any crazy bills right now so i assume that's hard i didn't buy a house or mortgage or anything i didn't start a business i assume that's all stressful and hard Mm-hmm. I just feel like I don't know. I feel like I'm such an infant compared to everyone else. I was like, "Fuck!" So I gotta like, suffer through this a little bit more first. Yeah, and you're gonna get there. And once you get there, you're gonna be like, "Holy shit, this is fucking awful!" But then again, you're gonna keep going, and you're gonna realize this is not the end. Or like, worse things will happen to you. Like, worse things have happened to me since my incident. And I'm like, "Oh my god, I, th- I thought that was rock bottom." No, this this is fucking rock bottom. <laughs> and then you just the rock bottom just keeps getting deeper and deeper. <laughs> depressing dude is this the path you meant to go on i thought you were saying some motivational inspirational speech uh no shit shit life's hard Uh, i hate to break it to all of y'all i know this is just lynn's experience guys this isn't a jv experience let's just take a reverse on this one right here let me just delete this last couple of minutes here uh you know it's kind of killing the vibe here lynn I mean, I think it is, but isn't your hardest job always your last job? That's that's a saying in construction. Your hardest job is always your last job. Yeah. Because, like, you always... Oh, no, sorry. Your hardest job is your next job. Yeah. That's the right way of saying it. <laughs> your hardest job is always your next job because it's always something new, something different, something harder, right? Yeah. Uh, and, like, what is hard? What is difficult? So, like, there's different types of complexity, right? So, complexity yeah. as in, like, if I'm trying to build a rocket, that's, one, that's a very unique challenge complexity. But I feel like all other thing that's quote-unquote hard it's just something you don't know it's not hard it's like if i were to tell you to start business you just have to fill out this form okay so if i didn't tell you how to fill this form you'd be like going around and trying to figure out how to start a business right mm-hmm. and then when you learn that oh i just have to start this i have to figure out the fill out this form do this other thing and then i can start my business then all of a sudden starting a business has now become an easy thing right the, the task of starting a business not maybe not the id generation right so i mean hard's always the the new and unique and ambiguous thing, right? You're also not gonna, you need to go through those things and learn things in order to grow as a person, right? Like if you always take the easy way, you're not gonna learn anything. You're gonna take the, you're gonna take the easy jobs. Like you can work at McDonald's, but is it fulfilling? Probably not. You could not gonna- be. I actually know somebody who started working at McDonald's in high school and they never left because they, said that they felt the most amount of happiness that they've ever felt in their life at that job and so they're like dedicated to working at mcdonald's for the rest of their oh, life they're a manager now this little cashier what's what's going on there i don't know i, I wasn't that close oh. with them but. but like that's like again they like fat. happiness they right? <laughs> 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 Just it makes you happy at the end of the day too right but i'm saying if you never crawl that rock bottom you're never gonna live again you're never gonna that's learn. pretty i mean that's one way of thinking about it i'm i'm a pretty optimistic guy so even if it's hard, you're optimistic. Oh, I'm optimistic as fuck. I always think it's gonna work out. Like I struggle, but I always think it's I'll figure it out, kind of thing. I always I'm pessimistic as fuck. I always think worst case scenario, 
and I prepare for the worst case scenario. Well, well yeah, you're so supposed to. So that I'm to. ready for that worst case scenario. This was the plan for the worst case scenario, but it's not how I feel. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I plan for, you know, like, I, I bring an extra battery because I plan that my car won't start for some reason. But it's not like I, it's, it's not like I, I think it's not going to start. I think it's going to start every time, right? But I just plan for that just in case. But I mean, I, I do feel like, you know, I feel some dark energy coming from you, Lynn. You okay? Yeah, you, yeah I'm you, good. No, I'm, I'm saying I'm good now. But oh, like, okay. You're saying being like. In, being in rock bottom before and like the rock bottom gets deeper. Yeah. Now I've, I've learned to appreciate life now in a way that's like, wow, I used to be in rock bottom. And now what a great sunset. What a is, great sunrise. Is it even rock bottom anymore though? But that was my rock bottom. That's what I'm saying. And mm. that's how, and that's what I mean about time is that time is the only cure for a lot of things. You solved it. Not everything, a lot of things. I wouldn't say entirely. I feel like even when time passes and if you don't really address your issues, then some people become like bitter mm-hmm. or people become traumatized or, or they become petty people and then. Or addicted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or addicted or assholes or things like that. Yeah, actually, that's true. You know the saying time solves all? Mm-hmm. Not really the case. Like alcoholism? Yeah. Like I think it's just, <laughs> I don't think time really solves that shit. <laughs> Right, like time solves some stuff. I think time just lessens the wounds, no, mm. or changes the experience. Yeah, true too. I think yeah, you need the time to work on yourself and to address your issues, right? But only if you want to. Yeah, you have to want to. I realize that with a lot of people these days, it's they're not. You can't get better if you don't want to. Because I, I know people that have gone to therapy. But they said that either it doesn't work or the doctor said they're fine. And I'm like, bro, you're not fine. Like, because you're not being open with the, th- the therapist or you're not being truthful to them. You don't want to be there and change yourself. Then it's not going to work for you, right? What if that makes them happy and shit? Lynn, what do you know about their happiness? But huh? they've told me they're not happy. No, no, I'm saying like they are like, oh, I'm depressed. But the doctor said I'm fine. Oh. But I'm like, you just, you just said you're depressed. That's actually tough. So could you be depressed... Okay, you could be like a Nepo baby. You could be depressed because your mom didn't buy you that million dollar car. Fuck, I want to have that kind of issue. All right, but to us, that's like, what the fuck? But I mean, remember what we said before, the worst thing that happens to you is the worst thing that's happened to you, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder, because then the doctor would tell them, no, shut the fuck up. This isn't true depression. But to them, that's the worst thing that's ever happened to them. Like, they might kill themselves. That's true. Like, that's crazy, actually. I had never thought about it in that sense. Too wild. Right? About it. Yeah, because yeah, like if, because like where, where, where the one percent? Yeah, I'd have to swim across the ocean. I'd have to fight off like crazy racism or anything like that. But yet sometimes I bitch about stuff too, right? Hmm. And like if you consider the entire world, we are the we are the one percent. We're the top one percent of the whole world. Right. Right. Like look at look at this look at this this these mics and shit. Kids in Africa don't have mics. They don't even have food. I mean, I don't know if that's a stereotype or anything like that, or I think some of them don't have food. Yeah, yeah. We don't have the same issues of trying to like go for our base or supply our basic needs every day. I think that's what drives me to like not complain that much. Like a part of that drives my optimism because, like, I mean, I have arms and legs. Like, look at that guy. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's a quadriplegic or something like that, right? Like, it mm-hmm. could be way worse, kind of thing. So yeah, I don't know actually. Very, uh... That's a good way to put it, though. Very, yeah, I don't know. That's why I think... A part of it is grateful. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I I actually don't consider it anything that deep. I just think it's, like, 
oh, I'm just um, nothing to complain about because it could be a lot worse, right? Right. I think so too. Good mindset, I think. I think if you learn to suffer well, then most things will be surmountable. Yeah. Ooh, crazy dog. This is the new dog, by the way, guys. All right, so let's go to something crazy, the time traveling part of this podcast. Um, let's get some facts straight. You can travel forward in time. There's no theoretical way of traveling back in time right now. Actually. Ooh. Mm. There is. Okay, go on. So if you... Wait, let me... Okay, there is. Okay. But I don't remember exactly how. I think it was that if you go into a black hole... Oh, wormhole type of bullshit. Yeah, wormhole uh, type of thing. Then you can technically go backwards. Yeah. Let's just even get there first kind of thing. Yes. How is that? Can you explain that theory? I don't know that theory. I don't think she does either. <laughs> yeah, it's not really connected in my brain right now. But the theory is that normally if you can... Okay, if you look at space-time as a fabric... Look at this shit, Noel. Okay. Have you been space time like this? And there's a wormhole right here. Then technically, if we go into this wormhole and come out this side, then you're technically backwards in time. Isn't that space, though? Isn't that just cutting it through space? Technically, yes. But then, like, space is measured by time, too. It's it's not it's not that clear of science. It's, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not that. It's, it's back to like... It's like theoretical, right? It's not even theoretical. Like, they don't know the uh, equations to it. There's just a lot of woo-woo that goes in there. Right? A lot of voodoo shit that goes into there. Um, because I think the other theory is like, if traveling back in time is possible, the two theories is it's not invented yet or someone else has already have traveled back in time. Mm, right. Right. Those are the two options, right? So it's... I, I don't know. I, I just think it's it's kind of weird. It's like a lot of paradoxes and shit that happens if you do travel back in time. Because like if you travel back in time and you affect the stuff that happens and all the timeline yeah, and like stuff. Because like if they affect the stuff that actually happens and they didn't affect the stuff that happened. That was already something that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. That means someone was destined to go back in time or they had to go back in time for the timeline to remain normal. Yeah, there's a lot of technicalities yeah. to it. But traveling forward in time is very... Not very easy, but it's it's very obvious, kind of. Like, it's trivial. It's very simple. You just have to go really fast, go near the speed of light, and then your time compared to re- normal time is different. Right. Or somewhere where there's a big gravitational well, and time is also different there. So regardless of the technicality, if you could travel in time, what are the some of the... Okay, if you could travel in time and affect something in your life, what would you do? Um, I personally would, based on my own life and my own choices, back to like my career aspirations, I probably would handle my depression a bit different. Wow, that's kind of lame, no? Like, no, what like, the f- I would find the <laughs> like lottery number and I would <laughs> okay. write it down and yeah. send it to little old elf. No, I wouldn't do lottery numbers. If I had that kind of power, then I would do stocks. Like, know which ones to buy. Because I feel like for a lottery, your name goes out there. And people will be able to, like, be like, oh, yeah, I know that Alvin Lai. Mm. Alvin won the lottery this year, blah, blah, blah. Let's go hunt this man down. So we pro- know that this man has a lot of money. The the problem with the stock side of it is that you need capital in order to get something. Right. Mm. Whereas lottery, you don't need the capital. That, that like, you true. need money in order to invest to make more money. That is true, but then if you go in the past, then you just buy like one Apple stock or something like that, and then you're set for a while, and then you know how to like play, play with your stocks, and you know that oh, like in this year I should probably buy a Tesla stock, oh, or this see. year I should buy Bitcoin, and this year I should buy this, blah blah. blah. And then you, as long as you know like which stocks are gonna blow up, you can 
essentially play the game that way. So, do you think um, that type of changes to the history would actually change it? I'm actually curious about that because, like, if you invest a significant amount in a certain company, but you don't provide anything else other than that capital investment, would mm-hmm. that change the outcome of the future of that company? Right. I'm sure if you go into the details, if you change literally anything, and you go into when you go into the past, it'll affect something eventually. Right. Right. It's it's interesting to me because um I know in a book I read re- recently, it's just all like theory and shit. Not not theory, but like it's just a fictional book, and they're saying that the main character went back in time and anytime he went back in time and changed something or tried to change something significant, the world would like go against that. Like for example, I tried to stop this person from shooting Lin and I knew Lin was going to be shot on this day. As I'm driving there to stop that person, my car is going to break down. And then as I get and grab a taxi, that taxi is going to break down too. But Canada, Canada events. Yeah, yeah. It's like stuff is just going to stop you from getting to that moment. Like destiny, like yeah, yeah, destined to, yeah. Well, if you travel back in time, but if it's if it's non non consequential, then it won't happen as often. Is kind of how I thought about it. Um, but yeah. Anyways, that would be my way. I guess yeah, that that'd be smart too. Yeah, do the stocks thing. I think the lottery thing is just perfect. You just don't it's do all, shit. It's very easy. But I feel like there's people who are like bad people out there. And they want to get easy money somehow. And they're like, oh, hey, I know that the guy like two houses down won the lottery recently. Wouldn't they like come after you? Well, I wouldn't live two houses down no more once I win the lottery, no? I mean, even if you moved, I feel like you can look up people's information online for whoever's. Yeah, at that moment. It's just their name. Like past lottery winners. And then there's a picture of you, too. Yeah. So if I move to somewhere else. So you would you would. Just pick up all your shit and go. Oh yeah, I'm dipping right away, man. Oh damn. Okay. I win the lottery here. Or I would, I would. Oh, I would move to. I don't remember which state it was, but there are some states in the USA where when you win the lottery, you can receive the prize money under the name under the name like Jane Doe. Yeah, but they tax you in the states. So Big Brother's gonna have a cut, you know. I mean, anyways, okay, Lynn, you were talking about something about like stopping your depression. I like that. I went when I went from my depression. You guys both fucking wanted to invest in stocks and win the lottery. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, feels like it would change my life quite a bit, you know. Um, I would, I would, I would tell myself. Well, yeah, I would go back in time. Yeah, like I said, I would go back in time and tell myself. How How would you tell yourself? Because you can't talk to yourself. Mm, okay, then my point is moot. I mean, if you could talk to yourself, wouldn't that fuck it up a bit? It would be like... Right on the walls. It would be so Write a letter to myself. No, would be like, holy fuck! <laughs> but then how does that work? Because if I, if I told myself how to cure my depression, but then that would not lead me to go back in time to cure my depression. So how does that work? Oh, then that means you can't do that. Yeah, that means I can't do that. So forget. True. I mean, a lot of the th- going back in time would be very paradoxical and fucked up. This reminds me of Futurama episodes where they go and shoot Hitler, or Fry becomes his own grandfather. Uh, oh, and yeah. a bunch of happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's go. Not changing your life. Is there an era in time that you would want to try to live in? Yeah. Um. Uh. Pre World War One, probably in Canada. Pre World War One. Yeah. Like that era. Bro, you can eat potatoes every day, all day. <laughs> 
just to visit like i want to see like I, I actually have a fascination with history like i've seen a lot of photos of like vancouver toronto edmonton pre like 100 years ago versus now like how it's developed and stuff and it looks actually kind of cool they don't have running water Is that no what you i want? get that but i want to see like historically building people how they dress differently etc et uh. or like feudal japan would be kind of cool the you want to get wars and get someone to shoot an arrow at you? Fucking Kagomi is gonna hunt down your ass. <laughs> that bitch looks like she has a shikan jewel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think I could go that far back. I don't think I would enjoy it that far back. Or what about like uh, right when the internet no. got invented, or right when like like a f- uh, first? I think like cell phone or something. I, it's close. I think I would go to like right. After one of the depressions, like how far? How far after? Like I think, I I don't know. I, I actually don't know much about history, but I think the seventies or eighties, mm-hmm. where like there's still refrigeration, there's still yeah. warm water and all that shit, and like food is just so much different, and like I want to experience all that, and just the fact that like I can just w- drive to the airport and airport and just buy a flight to somewhere and not having to care about all the other stuff yeah yeah i find it crazy that there was a time before like cats that was a thing like you just walk into an airplane and like they wouldn't yeah. check your shit yeah and then they got bombed like a imagine times. 9-11 didn't happen and then we would would we still have that or we'd be less racist that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> but do you think if 9-11 didn't happen it would happen some other time or with another group i think it'll eventually happen yeah, not uh, not like that, but eventually some plane is going to get hijacked to do something. Yeah. And then they're going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys got to start taking off your shoes and stuff. <laughs> we got to see all of that. Right? Like, yeah. It feels like like looking back now, like at that moment, yeah. I still remember that time. It was like, like, what the hell? Like, this is crazy. Like at that moment, I was so excited because I didn't have to go to school. But like, obviously everyone's like very sad and like somber and stuff. Mm-hmm. But for me inside, I couldn't... I just couldn't hold my joy for not having to go to school. Right? Are you too young to understand? What's yeah, going on, right? like I was like, oh yeah, this looks like the next X Men movie or some shit like that, right? Well, I, I was too young. I didn't remember. I didn't remember anything that was going on back then. I just remember that, um, yeah, we were about to get ready to go to school, and nine eleven happened. We got to school, and all the teachers were like, "You have to be very respectful. You can't just like." And in my mind, I'm like, dude, like, I just want to get out of here, man. Mm. Right. I remember that too. So like you just didn't understand it that well, right? Yeah, no, I didn't know what was going on. But then looking back now, it felt in it felt like it had to happen. Yeah. Mm. Like it felt like if it didn't happen at that moment, it's gonna happen at some other moment moving someone forward. Someone else is gonna right. Like someone else is gonna invade Afghanistan. <laughs> it's not us. It's someone. This has happened all throughout history. It it has to happen again. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I I would say wait. How do we get on this topic? Go back in time. Yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah, definitely would go to the time where someone can actually be anonymous, and I could use my current knowledge to like become something like very mm-hmm. like my current knowledge will actually give me a heads up. I feel like if you go too far back, your current knowledge doesn't do shit. Like they're still plowing by hand and like farming and stuff, and like you can tell them, oh look, I can make a band aid. I'm like, what the fuck is this for? <laughs> Or like something like that, you know what I mean? Or like, oh, look at this screwdriver. Shoot like, him. <laughs> so much. Right? Like at that point, like your your knowledge is not relevant anymore. But I think in the 70s and 80s, it'll be still relatively relevant. But okay, so say we all went back to that time. Like what can you, what would you actually do? Like how can you contribute? How can you actually advance? 
You mean like change society or just? I thought we were just visiting, just for the fuck of visiting. I, I mean, how far back are we going? Seventies or eighties is what I was saying. Okay, I was just saying too far back. That's Cold War shit, and then it's also the Great Depression. So you want to go a little bit out of that, right? Uh, I don't know, like, because like everything's different. Like, I I can't even do solid models like I do now because the technology's not there. But I understand all the concepts of like physics and stuff still. So I definitely like do something in academia. I think. Yeah, that's what I would do at least. I'm like, yo, guys, check out this theory. <laughs> <laughs> check out this theory that I definitely thought of myself. <laughs> this guy has invented fifty different things in the last year. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean at some point it's not relevant too right like the, the certain technology couldn't be invented without the other stuff and like you only know so much like it's not like I had the blueprints to like the iPhone or anything like that right so think about the most useful thing to bring back that would really revolutionize everything and speed up technology and like advancement I bring my electric scooter back the, holy <laughs> fuck <laughs> What the fuck, man? That would be fucking sick. <laughs> this guy's a magician. I don't know, actually. I can't. I can't think of anything. Can you think of anything off the top of your head, Lynn? Uh, I want to say electric cars. Like, well, how come it's no, just been that thing No, you have to be now? able to carry it. I think that's the rules. Yeah, you have to like be able to carry it. What I'm thinking is that you always have to be able to replicate it and break uh-huh. it down into its elements and be able to teach this to other people so that they can also replicate it you so think, that's I know. how they but do you think, I know it do you think if they made electric cars in the beginning if global warming would be, would be they safe? did they made electric cars in the 70s and the oil company broke them all they killed them no, actually, I thought yes. it was a conspiracy no, theory no it happens Damn. there's like uh, yards full of them that got trashed because the oil companies didn't want that to happen it, it happened in the 70s once already uh, okay I thought of the perfect thing guys stop chop it's so simple to replicate (laughs) you already know how to do the commercials oh my god true you'll be and you'd make so much money no 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 scrub daddy holy shit the scrub daddy I should change my life would you would you would you be no I know fucking ring what 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 do you mean ring ring doorbells but would you be able to replicate the technology I think so like they had cameras back in the day not that small they don't have lenses that great. But if you have the idea, you're like, all right, guys, this is the idea. Let's imp- let's have a team of people work on minimizing the... But there's there's too much like intermediate step that's not up to you, right? Like like Wi-Fi technology, uh, electrical batteries or whatever okay, it's connected it's true, to. It's it's too much. But Slap Chop, what do you need? You just need a machine shop and some plastic molds and you can make Slap Chop. <laughs> and people are like, holy fuck, I've never thought of this. True, true. right and it's something like like i okay may, may, maybe because i'm dumb but it's something i feel like i can replicate pretty easily i'm like here's the parts here's the molds for it you just you just go to china make a fuck ton bring it here and sell it hijack the fucking mask making companies and be like just wait guys <laughs> <laughs> just wait we're gonna make these n95s <laughs> just stock up n95s for years yeah. it's 2015 they're like yo why do you have so many masks for it's like you just wait motherfuckers i mean i'm just trying to think of what else would be so simple that was like kind of a game changer i can't really think of much right now that's well lighters. They have matchbooks. They had lighters. No, back then. I mean lighters pretty then. easy. 
It's not. It's not too. It's like it's too obvious. You know what I mean? Like Stop Shop's not obvious. Back in the day, seventies <laughs> and eighties, no way. They're still using the the mandolin or whatever, right? Right, right. They You're were. Like, oh, you use Stop Shop instead. But I wonder. Like I think I would probably start introducing three D printing pretty early if I was there too, because I know the concepts of it. I understand you can't do it at a small scale like I do here, but like you could do it with big. Big, bigger motors, bigger stuff. It just like it looked way uglier, right? As a start, right? Yeah. But at least you'll have a start. But that'd be crazy too, because if I started like back in seventies and eighties to make that, like what would it be now? Like fifty years later, and three D printing already started back then. Yeah, that would be insane. Yeah. But I don't know. That's that's all I can really think of. Like something revolution. Oh, sriracha. Whoa, that would be yeah, that's pretty good. That would be pretty the sick. peppers. The the you, you just have to find a farm that grows that pepper. It's vinegar, pepper, sugar, salt. And that's sriracha, and they ferment it. Yeah, I mean, guys, I'm telling you. I mean, if you no, I was gonna say ranch. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love ranch. <laughs> I think they had ranch, didn't they? <laughs> I feel like the love all around is not the same. <laughs> uh, okay, so how about the other way? Going forward in time, would you would you want to go forward in time? No, I feel like no because I like you'd be, be you'd be dumb. Oh, oh, like if you went forward in time, you'd be an idiot, right? Oh, if yeah, you brought someone from the seventies here. They'd yeah. be they'd be like grade three level reading or whatever other stuff that's happening, right? Mm-hmm. They wouldn't know how to use computers. They would, like they just wouldn't understand shit. They'll see a car and oh, I guess they had cars back then, but they'll be confused, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I would want to, um, just because I feel like I could, I could find a way to fit in. I could be, you know, one of the like the geezers type of thing that isn't too into technology but has a lot of like historical value. Yeah, like stories and shit. Like, oh, back in my day, we had to rent our scooters and not our hoverboards. <laughs> Or whatever. I would actually want to move forward in time at a certain age. So I think that depending on my health and yeah, depending on my health or based on the general population, you typically lose a lot of mobility or you're unable to do things as easily and with as much energy when you hit around 60. And if there was some sort of guarantee or some sort of budding technology aside from putting yourself into chiro sleep i would put myself into that with hopes that somebody will wake me up in like a thousand years wouldn't you just want to like upload your mind and then or that download your mind in a thousand years and a robot process, that, like a westworld yeah. body yeah that would be fucking sick yeah. and then you see all the technology that's changed all the advancement in medicine you just fucking brain just blows up like literally <laughs> yeah like, oh my god this is a brain orgasm <laughs> so fucking sick <laughs> But I mean, it is the, the the only, the worst part would be that all your friends and family have died. Sometimes it'd be like that, okay? <laughs> like <laughs> if I lived up to 16 and I feel like I would have already came to terms with that thought. And I feel like in general in life, I'm pretty okay with the idea of dying. I think, I don't know. I don't like, I, I love to live forever and do the whole mind upload thing, but I would be eternally sad to lose all my friends and family. Mm. And I, I don't know if it like I actually don't know if it's worth it. I think it would be it, it'd be a, it would be really sad, but I imagine that when I'm around sixty, I'm like, mm, I lived a decent life. Rip Viv's future husband if there is one. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
he's still like that. He's man. still popping around doing normal <laughs> shit. And he's you like, really gotta go next year. Yeah, see ya, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> he's on Tinder at that moment. <laughs> All right, download <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> yeah. You don't need your things anymore, right? <laughs> He's like putting a price tag on, on my sweater as I'm wearing it. Yeah. I mean, you don't because if you're if you if that could happen, you just need to do the whole invest a penny and then it'll grow exponentially. And you'll mm-hmm. that's what that was a South Park episode where mm-hmm. like people came back in time and they all look like like brownish yellow because they're all like half Indian and Asian <laughs> except they're the most population and they're saying they can work for almost nothing because they just put that in a bank today and then when they go back to their time it's like a significant amount of money but yeah I mean so I actually don't know if I would I actually that's a hard that's a hard sell for me just because I don't know like back then I thought for sure I would because of like the whole like technology and like aging and all that stuff but now I don't know I don't know. It'll, it'll feel shitty to uh, not have my friends and family with me. Mm-hmm. What's life, to be honest? Sometimes life just happens like that. I mean, isn't that just like, like if you were stuck alone in some like forest or something forever, would you just kill yourself? Like knowing you had a family and stuff, and you had to like leave them, you got exiled or some shit. No. Really? I mean, I wouldn't. But always I'm not. friends other else elsewhere. No, you're exiled. You're nowhere. You live off the land now. Oh. And you had to do it. You did some heinous crime, and now you're exiled. You shat in the bowl, the sacred bowl. Whatever they used to baptize babies, mm-hmm. you shat in that, mm-hmm. and you're now exiled. Mm-hmm. That's tough, because you lose all your friends and family, right? Because like, it is true, that is kind of like, you know, the the whole purpose sometimes. Like, that's not my complete purpose, but without my friends and family, a lot of things that I wouldn't like to do becomes a lot less motivated to do those things i agree but with them it's like oh you know it feels good like do you even have ego anymore if you have no one because sometimes the things you do that you don't want to do is driven by ego mm. like you want to impress someone you want to impress yourself even, even impressing yourself like why do you want to impress yourself well you know it looks cool well who's it look cool too and you're like fuck but then if you have friends and family like it looks cool to them yeah if you don't have anyone important to you then a lot of life's meaning kind of goes away yeah so then i don't know i'm I'm debating on the traveling forward in time i'd like to do it but i have to have someone with me at least right because like you have that like that that feeling you you can connect in a way that that no one else can right like i feel like sometimes that's how people feel when they um when they have a like a unique situation that no one else has they just feel like they can never truly connect to anyone right Mm mm-hmm like it, it always it's, it's always in the movie you know the alien the the whatever weird animal or the weird thing they have just trying to find their family their soulmate whatever just so they find something to connect to but for us it's a bit easier right like we we can relate to each other relatively well Mm-mm. right but yeah no i don't think i would i don't know like i want to but i don't think i'd go through with it i might chicken out or something unless like unless like i'm like on my deathbed yeah. And like the only option is to go forward in time to fix my, like to secure whatever I have. I was like, well, I'm going to die anyways. I might as well try it. Mm. That's the only way I do it. I think my fascination with knowledge is larger than my will to live. Oh, really? You die oh. for science? In, in, in some ways. Like, okay, if, b- body worlds or whatever? I, I signed up to be an organ donor. Oh, uh, no, body worlds. I know. They, but they I tough. think body worlds is pretty sick. 
Isn't that what? Chinese prisoners they took? And they just... Huh, really? Yeah. That's oh the theory, right? I don't know. But at a certain age, I feel like, okay, it's kind of like gambling on how much more value can I get out of this life versus if I were to be able to access the knowledge that people have in like a thousand years. Would you, would you want to create the knowledge people can access in a thousand years? Yeah, but I feel like the advancement won't be as great and I won't be able to see where it can go oh. if I'm that old or at 60, 70 years old. Then given however much time I have left to live, I'll be able to see what great things could come of it. Like if somebody was first creating a calculator, they won't they wouldn't be able to know today that there's AR and VR. Like they wouldn't be able to imagine that. Mm, that's true. And they could be like, let me just live out. I created the calculator at age 65. Wait, let me does live that, out my life a little to see how far this amazing technology can come. Does that make it sad for you right now then? Whatever you create now, you also won't be able to see how far it go. Yeah, exactly. So like, at a certain age, I have, I would, I feel like I would have to decide on, okay, like I have, probably have like estimated this many amount of years to my life. What's your estimate? Or... Like, if I was, like, around, like, 65, 70, like, around that age, then I would probably be like, hmm, one of these days, if it's possible to put me into some sort of sleep and wake me up in, like, a thousand years, then I would I would consider it. Really? I yeah. still feel like that's relatively young, no? Yeah. 60? I don't know. Like, I think my parents are 60-something. Actually, that's true. My parents are also that <laughs> So it's like, <laughs> brother. Okay, yeah, maybe, like, still have some years 80. left. You're right. 80 would be a better number. That's how I feel about Steve. I think about Steve Jobs sometimes, and I think like, do you think he even understands how big Apple got? He's stupid. He uh he had that cancer and it could have been cured, but he didn't uh he didn't go through with the treatment. He thought he could do some home therapy shit. Mm. I don't know. He missed out though, because I th- I think that that was I think that's what I remember. He died from some type of cancer so, and he that could have been cured it's like one of the rare curable ones but he wanted to do some like home therapy treatment thing and then he I died from that. it and he's like of all the cancers you could get that's the like you'd want that one because you could actually i think it was like an 85 percent chance of curing that if he went through with the treatment okay never mind so i don't know man i don't know what's going through his head hey yeah clearly Look. on his afterlife oh that's one regretful motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you have all that money and you're like, let me go the holistic path. <laughs> That's true. Let me lick this flower and hopefully it cures me. <laughs> That'd be crazy. All right. Any other notes on time traveling? No. No. Guys, if any of you guys can control that time, you can tell me, okay? Oh yeah, we yeah, won't yeah, tell yeah. yeah, that's true. We just want to play true. around and you know make life a little. I've bit always more thought about that. Ever since we talked about the Subaru thing, I actually, whatever. I was like, I don't want to be experimented, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, if we could, if we could find someone that could time travel, holy <sighs> fuck, we would experiment. The fuck Imagine we met them and they're like, yeah, I don't want to be your friend though. <laughs> I'd be like, wait, 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 I swear I'm a nice person. Let's just hang out. I think you're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> you have the fucking secret service on, or you have the CIA on speed dial. <laughs> yeah. Or else. <laughs> Imagine it's someone that can do that, but they're like your worst enemy. Oh. I have someone that you fucking hated and they're like, oh shit, it's them. Yeah. I mean, that's tough because um, if I could time travel and I saw my worst enemy, 
It's like I need them. Like they're my Joker to they're the Joker to my Batman. But Batman, right? Batman. They're the Joker to my Batman, right? Like you need them because if not, you just go back in time and punch his mother's stomach while she's pregnant, right? But then you need that person as your your enemy, no? Like doesn't some of our enemies define us sometimes? Like the people you hate the most, kind of like you need that in your life, ish. You don't you don't know you need it in your life. Yeah, you do a lot of reflection, and you're like, "Do I really hate them? Yeah. They seem kind of cool, no?" Yeah. Do you like? <laughs> I can just see Batman just like twiddling his thumb at home, just crying. <laughs> Why'd you have to go so soon, Joker? <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you bring my parents back? <laughs> uh, but yeah, nope. I think uh, yeah. If you guys know how to time travel, let us know. We. Uh... We're your friends. Yeah. We won't experiment on you. Not at all. I won't, I won't take your powers from you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Cool, guys. Uh, we're going to end this podcast. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about? Nope, the last that's bit? It. Lynn, when are you coming back? Well, not next going, month. Yeah, literally <laughs> next, next month because okay. I'm going to this wedding now again. So. Nice. All right. Cool. Hopefully, I can get some of my friends that I've Great. talked to recently come on the podcast. They'll share some cool stories. So. That would be cool. All right. See you guys. Bye. See you. Bye.